Hello and welcome to this Geek Out edition of the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me tonight is Matt from the Two Broke Geeks. Hello! And Johnny from the Just Two Pals Podcast. Hi! Everyone uh, doing well tonight? Excellent. Good. Couldn't be couldn't be any better, buddy. Uh, all three of us have just sat through a two-hour movie, so I think we're all full of energy right now, uh, re- ready yeah. to go. I'm uh, ready to talk about it, for sure. <laughs> let's, let's get into some spoiler-heavy territory, eh, Dave? That's right, that's right. We all saw Bad Moms, and we're going to talk about it. Oh, that's right. yeah. <laughs> you won't believe who showed her boobs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it was, was me. It was, it was <laughs> Matt. Certainly was Matt. Uh, no, of course we saw Suicide Squad tonight. We're gonna give you a spoiler-free. Yes, don't don't turn us off. Spoiler-free discussion of the movie and what we thought and our our, our take on it. Um, if you want an in-depth and spoiler uh, full review of the movie, check out TomKeekin.com this weekend. There'll be a review up at least, hopefully, before Friday night. Uh, otherwise, on, on Tuesday's edition of the Two Broke Geek podcast, Two Broke Geeks, not just one, there's two, and that makes it plural. Um, mm-hmm. Matt is going to have a nice little roundtable with uh, a few hosts, co-hosts, I should say, to discuss the movie in, in its entire, entirety, I guess, and uh, maybe yep. maybe talk about the future of the DCEU um, based, based off of this movie. We'll see how it goes, and... Uh, uh, any any input as to which hosts you have lined up? Ah, uh, I've invited everybody. I mean, Dave will be there, and Johnny will be there, and Randy, I think, will uh, oblige to be there, even though I'm having the biggest fight ever with him right now. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, he said, I think he said specifically, I hope Matt doesn't invite me because I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay, well then, never mind. Harsh. Randy's disinvited now. And, hey, I'll uh, let I, him know. Uh, I don't know if uh, Tom or Jenny will be there. I invited them, but I know Jenny's really busy right now, and Tom is usually a pretty busy fella. And then uh, I got to double check, but I'm pretty sure Ashley, the uh, Atomic Geekdom's lost Weasley child, will uh, stop by as well. So our, it's gonna our be favorite a, cosplayer. Yeah, it's going to be a bevy of people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, all right, let's. I, I, why wait? Let's talk about it now. Uh, Suicide Squad, directed by David Ayer, uh, came out today, world or at least U.S. release. I don't know yeah, it just barely read. It's probably not opening in China. Yeah, there. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw the headline before yep. we started. Um, China, start to finish, guys. Uh, I I had a blast with this movie. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I. I remember my excitement going into Batman v Superman and just, you know, this is it. We're going to get the Trinity finally. And uh, Superman and Batman are going to be on the same screen. And there's Wonder Woman. And Lex Luthor is going to be there. And you can see the smile on my face forming right now as I'm talking about it because I was so excited uh, to finally see this happen. And I was just, like I said in that review, which you can go back a couple uh, months worth of episodes and listen to the two and a half hour discussion of us, uh, just how uncomfortable I was in my seat watching my favorite hero, Batman, killing people, and mm-hmm. and just how I didn't mm-hmm. feel like this was my 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 Justice League. They're my 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 favorite characters on screen. So going into Suicide Squad, I had a lot of my favorite actors are in this movie, portraying a lot of cool characters that I love, like Harley Quinn, like the Joker. Um, you know, I'm not. 
partial to him, but Deadshot's a cool character. Boomerang's a cool character. Uh, you know, a lot of these characters I know and 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 respect from all their their books and stuff. And so I was kind of like, oh, okay, let's let's see it. Suicide Squad, the movie. All right. I never thought this would be the third movie in the DC uh, universe, but why not? Let's do it. And when Jared Leto was cast as the Joker, I was stoked because he's been one of my favorite actors and he's actually one of my favorite musicians. And I just think he's a cool dude in, in you know, just the way he acts in his, his everyday life. And so I wanted him to do very well in that role. I wanted Margot Robbie to kill it as, as Harley Quinn because, one, she's gorgeous. And, two, she's an, a good actress in everything I've seen her in. And so I... I was relieved when I left the theater. That's that's what I, what I'll say. Uh, I thought the acting was really well done. Uh, the portrayal of the characters that I wanted to see were really well done, and there was some surprise performances by certain characters that I didn't think would matter and mattered a ton in that movie. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. the biggest shocker for me, not that I was amazed by this 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 actress's work that she was going to do well, but just how important and strong she was was Amanda Waller, Viola mm-hmm. Davis was amazing as Amanda oh, she Waller. was great. She uh, was, she is Amanda Waller. Yes. Yeah. I would say the same thing about Harley Quinn. Mar- Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Mm. I thought she did a great job. Um, I need to see more of the Joker to make that decision, but I enjoyed what I saw. Um, and then Will Smith as Deadshot. These are what I can give away or what we can give away is the film focuses primarily on Deadshot and Harley Quinn as their central core characters. There's, again, another character, which I'll let you guys see, and you, you'd be surprised as to who the central character is, because uh, they, they do take a prominent role in the film that I wasn't expecting. Um, and I, I liked being surprised by that, actually. Um, yeah. But, uh, that, yeah, Will Smith was great as Deadshot. It was, it was typical Will Smith, but not so typical, because he wasn't a good guy. And while you might root for him and feel bad for him, he was not a good guy. Mm. Um, not what you expected when you thought, oh, they're going to make Deadshot this anti-hero. Uh, and I don't think they did at all. Um, but I, uh, I'd love to know what you guys thought, Matt. Ah, man, I loved this movie from beginning to end. Like, sure, it had some flaws, but uh, I was real scared that I – I mean, I was uh, confident that I was – probably going to enjoy it based on the marketing but i was real nervous about like how other people would receive it and like the theater i was in it was received real well and i loved it from beginning to end you know it's got some small flaws but you know most movies do uh i thought the cast was wicked wicked strong like it Got a lot of the characterizations of the core characters right. Like you said, it got Deadshot really well and uh, Harley Quinn really well and Captain Boomerang and Killer Cro- Like, I didn't see a single character in this movie, characterization-wise, that was not characterized properly right down to Amanda Waller, who, like you said, just Viola Davis just nailed that role so well. Just, uh, I can't wait to go back tomorrow and see it again. I'll, I might see it every day this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be going back. I won't unfortunately have time to go back until Tuesday, but I can't. Aww. I can't wait. I'll say this: thirty minutes into this movie, I couldn't wait to see it again. 
And my main thing, like, I, I avoided all reviews and everything right up until the last second. Like, a couple guys I knew were like, oh, yeah, you go in and enjoy it. Don't let the bad reviews get you down. And I was just kind of like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. no, no, <laughs> What no. bad reviews? Ah. Like, I, oh, man, it blew. I was like, no, no, please. Oh, no, not again. And I went in just sitting there for the whole movie going, I think think something's not right with the if there are bad reviews because i just i love the hell out of it it was great well let's talk about that for just one second and we'll we'll get into it a little deeper after we, we get johnny's oh, i was gonna say don't we want to hear johnny we do we do but just oh. before he starts uh as of this moment <laughs> let me refresh my screen i don't think it changes that quickly uh but with 175 reviews on the rotten tomato tomato meter uh, suicide squad has a 27 percent oh my lord 48 fresh, 127 rotten. Um, Can't believe that. We'll get, in, we'll get into the reviewing discussion uh, post uh, Johnny's talk. But Johnny, you yeah. saw it as well. Uh, Randy is seeing it as we speak, um, mm-hmm. the other pal. But what did what did you think? So I've been the most skeptical. Aside from Jenny. Aside from Jenny. <laughs> right. Uh, well, she's been very critical, I think. Okay, I, I, yeah. I, I've been very skeptical. Mm-hmm. Um. It's got a 27%. As of right now, it's tied with Batman v Superman. And I don't think it deserves a 27% at all. I think it's a much, much better film than Batman v Superman. Um, I have there. The, I walked away feeling very mixed about it. I liked a lot of stuff and I disliked a lot of stuff. I will definitely see the movie again. Um, there was, I felt like there were so many missed opportunities. I do think there was a bit of... I don't want to say miscasting, but interpretations of certain characters I did not enjoy at all. Mm, okay. and, and that was really disappointing. But there was enough good stuff in it. I was happy overall. Um, I don't think David Ayer understands the characters, really. I think he understands the basis of the characters. But when you get down deep, I don't think he... And I'm not talking about Deadshot. He got Deadshot down pretty well. And Harley, it was, Deadshot was damn near perfect, in my opinion. I thought Deadshot was great. Um, Amanda Waller was great. I really liked Rick Flagg. Um, I thought Margot Robbie was fine, but I don't think that her character's story necessarily makes sense when you compare her to the character of Harley from even the animated series. Um, the Some of the decisions that she makes seem out of character. Uh, and same with the Joker. Um, I was super disappointed that there wasn't enough Captain Boomerang or Croc or Katana. They were uh, where, when you look at like civil war that was juggling like 12 characters and all, and all the characters felt like they were fleshed out, even in the tiny bit of time that they had, it's sort of disappointing to then go see suicide squad where they're really only dealing with six to seven. Right. And feeling like the characters didn't get the justice they deserved. Um, I think Captain Boomerang for me was a completely wasted opportunity because Jai Courtney was fantastic. He was amazing as Captain Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Um, but but again, they don't. I don't think David Ayer understands the character of Captain Boomerang. So where Jai Courtney was great, he could have been the character could have been fantastic if there was more of an understanding of what makes these characters work, why they're so beloved in the comics. Um, 
and I'd have to go into spoiler territory, I guess, in order to explain why the boomerang stuff disappointed me. But I went in with, with, I want to say low to no expectations because I've been so vocal about my hesitancy in whether or not this is going to be a good movie. Um, is 100% a step in the right direction though. Like I hope, excuse me. Uh, I hope that moving forward that they, that they do kind of model this universe towards um, giving the fans what they want. And that's been a lot of the stuff that's come out since the movie came out was like the, the director and the actors are all like, Oh, fuck the critics. You know, they don't know what they're talking about. We made this for the fans. And while I disagree, I don't think that they spent $250 million plus million creating and marketing a movie just for the fans. This is a fan film. I tend to think they mean their performances were more geared toward the fans. Not the whole movie, but I think that their care of the, the characters themselves as actors might have been more... I mean, obviously, they're making a lot of money. Well, as for um, the actors, but, yeah. For David Ayer to say that, I don't think that makes sense. I think... To, when you look at how much money was spent on the movie, for him to say we we only made this for the fans, well, I, I disagree. Yeah, I mean, I can see. His, I disagree just a little bit. Only, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe this isn't happening in theaters everywhere, but the reaction from the audience in the theater I was in was not concurrent with the the 27% I mean people in my theater seem to genuinely be loving it and so if theaters full of people everywhere are loving it that 27% on rotten tomatoes is not going to matter right oh, people no, what, are I'm sorry what um what I'm saying is that I don't think as he was creating and shooting this film that his singular goal has been I'm only making this movie to please the fans cuz that's not safe to do as a director when you have a distribution or when you have a distributor like Warner Brothers and a product like DC, um, that, that's I I don't think that's wise. But the fans are really liking this movie. Like I can't argue with the, with the results. The fans really like this movie, and the critics don't. Now that being said, I know why the critics don't like this movie. Sure. Like I know why it has a twenty seven percent. But this movie tugs on that kind of fan. Um. Uh, what what's the word I'm trying to use? Heartstrings. It tugs on those fan heartstrings, but there are definitely ways to do that more successfully, like Deadpool, which is totally fan service throughout the whole movie. But it is a, a good movie that critics really loved. So yeah, see, I didn't see much difference between this and Deadpool. Like I really I see didn't, a lot so. of difference. Yeah, I definitely see a lot of difference. But and and that's not an indication of again my feelings for it. I don't think it deserves a twenty-seven percent. It's a much better movie than that to me, and uh, I am very happy with it overall. Considering how down on the DCEU I've been, I'm super happy with this movie. What uh, like what kind of like school grade would you give it? Like A, B, C, D. Oh God, I don't. Um, Cause I can't. I, I don't want to do thumbs up, thumbs down because that's not fair to this kind of movie. Yeah, I mean, I'd give it a thumbs up. If it was a okay. thumbs up, thumbs down. If it was a grade, I'd give it a B minus or C plus. Probably a B minus. That's fair. That's fair. I, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't, you know, we'll get into it more on the Two Broke Geeks podcast. I don't necessarily agree with the David Ayer thing, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, neither of us really can know for sure what kind of research he did. Um, well, I guess the way I, the, the way I see it is... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I like I'm very familiar with these characters and the characters as they are in the comics. Sure. And when I see this type of movie, it's it is to me, I guess the conclusion I come to is it's either that David Ayer doesn't fully understand the characters. Um, you know, like like he wrote the script and then hopped on Wikipedia real quick to research Croc and Boomerang and El Diablo and Slipknot and all these characters. Um and then wrote a movie based on what he read on Wikipedia or that he knows that that's how the characters are, but he felt it was better for the movie to go in this direction. And, and, and I, I can't, I mean, you're right. We don't know for sure, but that was my feeling walking out was he doesn't understand it. So I guess playing devil's advocate, you're right. It's either, I could also see it as he does understand, but maybe he thought it was better for the movie to take the characters in different directions than the source material would. Sure. And the things I heard going into the theater, like, you know, I, I avoided spoiler reviews. I read spoiler free stuff. Um, and I tried to avoid negative reviews because I didn't want it to cloud my opinion. Uh, the things I read going in were that there's two cuts of this movie, which there always is. There's the director's cut and there's the studio's cut. So there's a David Ayer cut and there's, which we're probably not going to get as we did with the BBS cut, but uh, that there's a different movie, not maybe it's a, a hugely different movie with that David Ayer shot, but I know there's uh, Jared Leto has even said a lot of his scenes were cut uh, from from the movie. There's a lot more. Yeah, Joker I'm scenes. fine with. I'm which I'm, I'm fine right. I'm not. That, fi- I don't need a director's cut. I'm saying David Ayer may have presented a different angle, more boomerang. Who knows? We don't know. Um, there were definitely a lot of cuts in this movie. Sure, like you, you can just watching the movie in and of itself, and and knowing that there were cuts like from the trailers, like. Um, well, I guess I don't want to spoil what scenes were cut from the trailers, yeah, but there yeah. were obviously scenes cut. Right. Yeah, um, I did notice a couple that were cut from – that and, were in the trailer, yeah. And that was disappointing because some of those I was really looking forward to or at least seeing them in context. Um, but I can also tell like like when I walked out of that movie, I was like some somebody made this movie and then somebody else came in and chopped it up yeah, a little bit. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so on the topic of reviewing movies and – us as fans or you know we review stuff for the all of us have reviewed things on atomicgeekdom.com we are no by no means movie critics we're just fans that watch movies and review them based on what we are movies and shows based on what you know we enjoy and kind of what we think you guys would enjoy and we give you advice the original i did a long tweet rant this week about this because People are are looking to get Rotten Tomatoes taken down and like Boy. it just it's just ridiculous things <laughs> like that. Like you don't have to listen to Rotten Tomatoes and Rotten Tomatoes uh, rating doesn't make a movie a success or a failure. It, it, that's just what these critics believe. And also, don't go by just the twenty seven percent or whatever the rating is. Read some reviews too. Read yeah, why they I, gave it that or don't. You know, again. The purpose of a movie review used to be like when you watched Siskel and Ebert back in the day or Entertainment Tonight and, you know, Leonard Malton or whatever it was, that was back in the days before the internet and before 150 some odd cable channels uh, or an e-network where there was just movies being talked about 24-7. It was meant to give you more information about a movie you might not know about. Um, it was meant for them to tell you, this is what this movie's about. This is what I saw in the movie. This is what I liked. This is what I didn't like. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I never took what Siskel and Ebert said as gospel. Like, if I wanted to see conspiracy theory, I didn't take take what they said about it and say, well, I don't want to see that movie. If I wanted to see a movie with Julia Roberts and Mel Gibson in it about a dude who's crazy, I went and saw it. 
And I was disappointed yeah. on my own based on whether or not I liked it. <laughs> so like the, the job of the movie reviewer now is similar, but you shouldn't take what they say and let that cloud your judgment of a movie. You go into the movie with your own opinion and come out of it with your own opinion. Don't let yeah. these cloud your opinion. And also don't get so emotionally attached to a movie where you're again, threatening the lives of movie critics or whatever it happens to be. There's no point to that. Like, be invested, sure. These are characters you love. You want to see them done well, and you want their movies to succeed. I get that. But this is one person's opinion. This is 127 people's opinion based uh, about this mo- or opinion on this movie, um, whereas millions of people are seeing this movie this weekend. So yeah. they're going to decide the future of the DCU as far as how successful or unsuccessful it's going to be. And how many times people see it more than once. And that's going to decide how how good this movie is. Again, I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, Some of the reviews, I mean, again, if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're still waiting to see it, don't take these as, you know, uh, the way way you should view it. But, like, the bad reviews. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B-, saying Suicide Squad kicks off with fizzy punk rock ferocity before turning flat and spiraling into familiar formulas. I don't know. Calling Jared Leto's Joker wasted and stranded in the periphery. He's I not, agree with that. But he's not a Suicide yeah, Squad character. I was going to say, I don't think he's wasted. or He's definitely in the periphery, but he's meant to be. Like, he's right. not a main character of the movie. I would call the so. Joker... Joker in this movie is the Wonder Woman of this movie. Yeah. Like, Wonder Woman was in BVS. Um, yeah. I think I think Joker's in this movie... To, to put more butts in seats. And I think that, uh, again, this falls under the category of me thinking that, that David Ayer doesn't fully understand, or at least the writers. I mean, he, he wrote it too. He's one of the writers. But the group of writers don't fully understand the relationship of Harley and Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I kind of thought so, they nailed it. Yeah, I was going to say I disagree. but okay. Yeah, well, when we can get into spoilers, yeah. I'll, I, I can really tell you why I feel that way. Um, but, uh, this, this Joker was like, you could have taken his story out and, and fleshed out the other characters more. And I think probably the movie would have been better. I feel like him being in this movie is, uh, another brick in the foundation of the DCEU. That's, that's his purpose. Um, yeah, I mean, it's he's here to establish his future appearances in the DCEU. That's my my guess. Um, yeah. other, other no, review? but I mean, in in terms of what you were saying about making up your own mind, I that's what I say all the time. But I've I've come to accept the sad reality that Rotten Tomatoes does make up people's minds. Like it just <laughs> it does. Rotten Tomatoes Sadly. matters, even though it creates it, it erases all the nuances of actual movie criticism and forces them into a yay or nay category. Right. And, and people, I mean, going to the movies is expensive. It's really, really expensive. And it does make up people's minds because if they hop on Rotten Tomatoes and see that movie that they thought they wanted to see isn't being recommended, they're not going to go out and spend – I mean I went to the movies tonight and it cost me almost $30 and I'm one person. I think that's true for the casual fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The diehards were going to be in that theater no matter what people said right, about this movie. Exa- exactly. Um, so, uh, kind of rounding out the reviews, Paul Dini 
one of the creators of Harley Quinn, if not the creator of Harley Quinn, uh, said Margot Robbie nailed the character. Uh, I, I agree. I thought she did pretty well. I agree well. with him, yep. I thought she did very well. I also thought Cara Delevingne did pretty well, too. Um, yeah, but, I mean, she was kind of playing with a character nobody knew anything about. Sure, so. sure. Uh, I I will say this. Still go see it. I'm not going to say anything else. I was disappointed with the Scott Eastwood stuff, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> well, that's because did, it didn't like get. That's because the fans to, built that up. Yeah. yeah, right. It didn't get. It didn't to that silly idea that he easy, might be easy, easy. That's a spoiler. Oh yeah. Well, guys, he's not Dick Grayson. He was never uh. going to be Dick Grayson. Sorry. <laughs> oh no. I still think it would have been a great twist. It still would have been an awesome way to it do it. It would have been interesting. I I knew I knew by the time he showed up on screen that he was sure. I knew that too, but. I still held out hope that they could do something cool like that. I still think it would have been awesome. Just uh, Batman's way of keeping an eye on things. I yeah. Um, I, I never liked that idea. So well, you you suck too. Yeah. Uh, well, he did send. I mean, a New Fifty Two, and again, this is New Fifty Two, but he did send Dick Grayson undercover to sure. what was it? Spiral. Well, yeah, and that that actually that carried over. I mean, that's not just New Fifty Two too. So that's kind of uh, yes. Oh, I guess I, New Fifty Two is still kind of going on. It's just right. yeah, he it's not was a part of he, because he died. And, yeah, and uh, he was outed as being Night Nightwing and Robin. Yeah, so he had to go undercover. Um, yeah, so but that was Batman sending him on an undercover mission. So right, I, the theory is not too crazy to no. me. It was, but too, but it was too, crazy. especially with how New Fifty Two they're going with the DCEU. Um, as far as certain, yes, we love the new Fifty Two and the DCEU. Right, right. All right, let's move on to uh, geek news uh, uh, of this week. Um, we'll dig into that, and again, look for the Two Broke Geeks podcast later this week to to hear the the spoilery version of our our reviews and Matt's reviews it's true. of it's true. Uh, of the Suicide Squad. I movie. still have so many things to talk about. There's lots. To, <laughs> there's lots to talk about for that movie. I feel like I have a lot I want to defend. Like, I want to defend my opinion on it. <laughs> so I'm really excited for the episode. Maintain that, that passion. Uh, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll stay with DC. We'll go DC TV news. Uh, Matthew McCall was cast for Legends of Tomorrow. He's going to play uh, JSA member Commander Steel. Yeah. Uh, this character is the grandfather of Dr. Nate Haywood, who will be played by Nick Zano this season as well. So we also have Nate Haywood to look forward to. Uh, like I said, he's a member of the, the JSA, the Justice Society, and his body is reinforced and enhanced with steel devices, and he served in World War II. So I'm wondering if they go back in time to pick him up and type of thing, or I don't know what they're going to do. Sounds cool, though. Uh, some Supergirl stuff. The well into production Supergirl is, and so there's set photos being released all the time, and you know how much we all love set photos. Um, so there's a bunch of great. <laughs> right. Yep, bunch, set bunch. photos are the best. Lots of pictures of Tyler Hoechlin as Superman, which I don't mind, oh. whatever. Um, oh, he looks so much better in the set photos than in that one photo they released. The of him, promo folder? Yeah. Uh, his yeah. face and hair were kind of weird for some reason. I think his yeah. body looked weird. I think, he, I think his body does. was shaped like a Ken doll. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't like him. I think he does look weird as Superman. I think he looks kind of skinny. He's got that giant ass going on, which is really weird. He's got the Brandon Routh look from Superman Returns. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. He's pretty, he was pretty skinny in that movie. Yeah, he was yeah. not. Um, again, yeah. I, I'm going to wait and see. Got to see the performance to decide for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not discouraged by it. I really don't care. 
uh, one way or the other, I don't think he's going to be a major player. So it's like he's going to be in a couple episodes, and that's probably going to be it. Maybe come back later. I don't know. We'll I see. hope he dies. That's what I hope happens. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, we'll see. Very well could happen. With, uh, but there was also, I think, an Instagram picture of Stephen Amell standing next to Tyler Hoechlin in costume. So whether it was just a set visit, since they're all in Vancouver now, who knows? Uh-oh. I was going to say, don't they all film, like, next door to each other? <laughs> right, right. But anytime it happens, usually there's some kind of crossover event going on. Vancouver must that be the coolest true. city to live in now. Because <laughs> right. they're just, like, filming all the superheroes. The, the CW there. lives there with Supernatural. and it's, it's probably a great place to visit, but a terrible place to live because you can't get anywhere because all the roads are blocked. And... <laughs> right. Good point, good point. Yeah. Um... Uh, so yeah, some more set pictures. Also caught in set photos, and this is a potential spoiler until we hear about the casting news. Uh, it looks like Metallo is fighting Superman in one of these pictures. Ooh, a guy with something green, awesome. some glowing green thing in his chest is fighting Superman. Uh, so that could be cool. Some Metallo. Oh, that's that's Metallo for sure. Though. Right, right. But we got to say that it's potential. It's uh, yeah. An uncon- I'm real. Uh, yeah. I'm real nervous about all that Superman, Supergirl stuff on the CW just because, like, CBS had more of a budget and so they could, like, kind of manage it pretty yeah, well. You, you've seen and what CW does. And so that's far, true. So far, they've that's been pretty true. good. I just... I know that's true, and Flash and everything does look good. I just I I keep worrying about their budget <laughs> getting stretched really thin. I don't yeah. know why. I just do. That's fair. I understand because it's not a it, you don't see CW as like a huge player. Yeah, I mean they are owned by CBS and Warner Brothers jointly, though, so yeah. I don't know why they shouldn't have plenty of money. Right, right. Uh, enough money to bring back Constantine. I'm just saying that oh, would I'd be love awesome. <laughs> He he's uh he's voicing him again in in Justice League Dark. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the animated movie. I hope he comes back. Yeah, I think we're gonna see him again. Just uh, just a, a feeling I have. Um, CW just needs to be exclusively DC. Just drop everything else. <laughs> get rid of that vampire show. Get rid of that zombie show. No, no, I like iZombie. That's a good show. iZombie's pretty good. I enjoy that show. Okay, okay, that can stay. Plus, it's also a Vertigo property, so which is, makes it a DC property. Fair enough. So. That can stay. <laughs> All right. Uh, more Supergirl news. Calista Flockhart has signed a recurring deal to return for season two. That was in question when they moved to Vancouver, so that's no oh, longer. Oh, really? Yeah. She wasn't, it wasn't going to guarantee she was going to be back full-time, uh, but she's back as a recurring star. Um, yeah, I had heard she, I, I had heard she had some issues with going to Vancouver, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, casting news, Katie McGrath from Merlin, and she was the, uh, the assistant in Jurassic World that gets picked up by the pterodactyls and dropped into the, the water on Jurassic World. Uh, she has been cast to play Lena Luthor in a recurring role. Um, Ooh. we've previously seen Lena Luthor portrayed on Smallville by Cassidy Freeman, the lovely and talented Cassidy Freeman, who was Tess Mercer, but later revealed to actually be Lena Luthor. Um, they're describing this version of the character as beautiful, powerful, and enigmatic. Lena arrives in National City on the heels of Brother Lex's incarceration, hoping for a fresh start. Lena has taken over as CEO of her family's billion-dollar tech company, Luther Corps, which has been tarnished by Lex's evil infamy. Her goal... Hang on, hang on. Her goal, to rebrand the Empire as a force for good. Lena wants to be seen as her own person, separate from her brother. 
Kara is drawn into Lena's sphere and must determine if she is friend or foe. Mm. That's uh, fine. I just, it's weird to go ahead and change the name from LexCore to LutherCore, but whatever. Minor. Yeah. It, and who knows if they're going to change it back. We have no idea. Maybe yeah. it's just how it was being reported. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. I, I, I don't mind a Luther being on the show. I figured it was going to happen. Sure, and of mm-hmm. course it would be a female mm-hmm. Luther. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I just because the just because the main character, just because your protagonist is a female, doesn't mean it needs to be all female villains. Right. It's not like I know, well, it doesn't look like Metallo's a girl. By the way, it looks like Metallo's. Yeah. Oh, sure. thank goodness. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it wasn't going to be Lex because that's you know Superman. So they got to give her her own Luther. Yeah. Yeah, I get that's it. True. I'm 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 behind it. Uh, some Marvel film news. Mark Ruffalo officially raps on Thor Ragnarok. Why is that news? Because production just started. Uh, they still have months to go on that movie. Um, so I imagine a lot of Hulk stuff left is CGI. Uh, I was going to say, I can't imagine yeah. Ruffalo being in this movie much. Uh, voice, perhaps, but we don't know how much they're going to let him speak. Gosh, I hope he talks. I hope he has, like, conversations. Like, I mean, Hulk conversations, but conversations. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Ruffalo, but up to this point, they've used Lou Ferrigno. Right. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. So, Uh, Hulk will talk like this, because he can't quite hear right. The Bruce Banner portions are over, uh, for production, at least. But in Age of Ultron, and I think even in Avengers, he did the mocap for it. Who, Ruffalo? Ruffalo did the mocap for Hulk, so if he's I done, I think I remember film, pictures and stuff of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so now if, I do. Yeah, if he's doing mocap and he's done already, then I'm gonna guess that Hulk shows up at the end of the movie and they shot the end of it first. Or maybe they wanted to get that stuff done first for the the trailer. Well, yeah, that could be. I was gonna say you, yeah, you kind of want to get your mocap stuff out of the way so that your digital guys have plenty of time to work on it. I would think. I don't know anything about it. That's just a yeah. Guess. I don't know production scheduling and how that stuff works. We really should. I should have asked a lot of the people we've had who've worked on movies that same question. Uh, like, do you actually shoot out of the schedule to like you know be able to produce a ske- uh, a trailer like they did with the Justice League teaser and stuff like that, Wonder Woman and all that? Um, who knows? Uh, and by I, the way, I could how be wrong. Oh. oh, sorry, Matt. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, by the way, how good did the Wonder Woman trailer look on the big screen? Oh, yeah. That was part of the... Oh, it looked so pretty. The trailer. They didn't play it at my theater. <gasps> oh, I know, right? Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, no, we didn't get it either. We got Kong. Oh, I got Kong. I didn't even get Kong. <laughs> wow. I got Kong Skull Island. I got Doctor Strange. I, I got, got Doctor Wonder Strange. Woman. I got uh, Dunkirk, the new and Christopher I got Nolan movie. Friggin- King Arthur. Oh, I didn't get that. I would have preferred that. I got uh, for the second time because I saw Star Trek the, earlier this week. That new, uh, that new Mark Wahlberg movie based on a true story. I already forget the title of it. Water Horizon. Yeah, yeah, that thing. I saw that one, and Doctor Strange was part of mine too. I didn't get Doctor Strange either. I got weak trailers. Yeah, that's real sad. That's stupid. Why went Wonder? Why? I'm surprised you got Wonder Woman. Yeah, no, I think not putting Wonder Woman on it is the bigger fail. Like, well, yeah, it, it, it seems so early for it, though, to be in a, in a movie trailer. Like, it's June. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I would have loved to have seen it on the big screen, but I just actually recently rewatched the Wonder Woman trailer and loved it. Uh, some Marvel TV news. Lots of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff coming out this week. Um, Jason O'Mara 
typically now the voice of Batman in all the DC animated stuff. Um, he is going to be playing the new director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Since uh, Phil Coulson, spoiler alert guys, from season three, uh, was 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 uh, removed from that role. He's um, better served as, you know, uh, just agent. a higher level agent yeah. than than the than the director for sure. Um, some synopsis and breakdowns and stuff. Season four uh, go as follow: In the aftermath of their journey to another planet, director Phil Coulson and the rest of the team were driven more than ever to put an end to the Hydra organization. Little did they know they were they were up against the deadliest threat they have ever faced: an extremely powerful inhuman hive who was transported back from is it Maveth Maveth in the body of their worst enemy, Grant Ward. The team was able to thwart and kill Hive and take down Hydra, but they are still mourning the death of fellow agent and inhuman Lincoln Campbell. Don't care. Um, in the in light of the Sokovia Accords and with Hydra obliterated. <laughs> "Quote unquote obliterated." I just never officially obliterated. Mm-mm. Shield has been legitimized again and no longer needs to operate in the shadows. Since the world presumes that Coulson is dead, the organization needed a new director, Jason O'Mara, to be the face of the organization. Coulson finds himself back in the role as an agent and teamed with Mac, and together they are tasked with tracking down and confirming the presence of enhanced people, aka Inhumans. They have been trying to track down and capture Daisy, a.k.a. Quake, who has gone rogue in an attempt to atone for her sins from the past. But with the world believing that Daisy is a dangerous outlaw who has taken down banks and bridges, the new director has no qualms about taking her down for good. Agent May is tasked with training specialist strike teams, and Fitz and Simmons have taken a big step forward in their relationship. But with Simmons' new promotion as special advisor to the director in science and technology, Fitz, as well as her former team members, finds it hard to confide in her or trust since she's now the director's confidant. And finally, Robbie Reyes, played by Gabriel Luna, will roar into the lives of Agent Coulson and the team. Get that roar. uh, Into the lives of Agent Coulson and the team as a junkyard mechanic who can turn on a dime into the terrifying Ghost Rider. Will Robbie be a friend or foe to S.H.I.E.L.D.? Come on, guys. As well as the world itself. Meanwhile, Fitz discovers the socially awkward genius and friend Dr. Radcliffe, played by John Hanna from those Mummy movies, has started putting the finishing touches on a new secret invention, in which we all know what that means. That's the AI stuff he's working on from the last scene of the finale. Really? Yeah. Huh. He has created an AI woman. Uh oh. Yeah. You uh you don't watch that, do you? I haven't. I haven't watched this last season. I know Matt doesn't either. Nope. <laughs> I want to, but there's not enough Fitzsimmons anymore. Oh agree. Uh the Fitzsimmons stuff in season three was great. Season three I saw. That was the right? last that was, was last that the last one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. I saw season two. <laughs> Busted. Uh yeah, he invented uh, a life model decoy. And they actually use the word life model decoy, which is synonymous with Marvel. That's about damn time. Yes. Uh, you have reached the life model decoy of Tony Stark. <laughs> which has been mentioned in at least one Avengers movie. <laughs> As a joke. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, so that's that's the Marvel stuff. Uh, random TV news I have, just one thing. ABC <sighs> is teasing at making a Star Wars live action TV show. We, you know, duh. <laughs> Okay. I don't mind it. Uh, they they kind of talked about doing that at NBC a couple of years ago, and I was into it then. Um, but a- ABC probably severely wants that. I don't blame them either. 
Uh, let's see. Random movie news. Uh, so yeah, I saw the trailer for Christopher Nolan's latest movie. Uh, do you guys know anything about this movie? No. It's called Dunkirk. And it starts very similar. You just, you see, it's hard to describe. It's a very short teaser of a, of a, of a trailer. And all you can really tell is it's like, um, it looks like the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. Um, it's just a bunch of dudes on those boats that are about to storm a beach and you just hear something flying overhead and one head's looking up while all these other helmeted heads are staring forward. And then they all look up as this plane's getting closer and it just kind of builds this tension and then fade to black. And that's the whole trailer. Hmm. So you don't really know what it is. Uh, stories. I I knew he was doing it. Uh, I mean, I know that it's based on that, um, the the miracle of Dunkirk from right. World War Two, but the, that's that's all I knew. Yeah, the Dunkirk evacuation, um, in France. But yeah, uh, set to star in this one are Cillian Murphy, Mark Rylance, Kenneth Branagh, the director of the first Thor movie, and Tom Hardy, of course. I, I love how he saved him <laughs> for last. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go see it. It's Chris Nolan. So. It is Chris Nolan, and it's Tom Hardy. Of course. And it's Tom Hardy. It's in everything, so I see everything. I'll see it for Cillian Murphy. Oh, well, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's a he's a, a Nolan guy, too. He is a Nolan guy. He was also great in Red Eye. Red Eye? Yep, good movie. Yep, that was pretty good. Yeah. I like that one. Um, tried to be more Hitchcockian than it needed to be, but it was good. Uh, <laughs> um... Random news. So last week, I don't know, Saturday, I think it was, a little midnight release of something called Harry Potter and the Cursed Child happened. Um, Haven't gotten to read it yet. This is my copy of it. You can hear it. I haven't touched it yet because uh, I haven't had time. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you call it a book. It's the script um, uh, yeah. of the play. So uh, people are enjoying it, which is fun. That's a little disappointing to me, though, that they just released the script of the play rather than. And then they're going to release mean, this huge, like I get it, but they could have novel. Yeah, they could have noveled it up a little bit. It's, I don't mind reading scripts, but it's just I don't know, whatever. It's I found it's confusing to read because you lose track of who's talking. Hmm. Um. It's I mean not that hard, uh, but it, it's different. Obviously, it's an adjustment for your brain. Yeah, um, yeah. If you're not used to reading scripts, then th- it's going to be real difficult to adjust to this. Yeah, which you know everybody seems to be loving, it. and of course we knew the, hot, the Harry Potter fans were going to enjoy it, and that's cool. Uh, gets them excited again. We knew they were still out there; they didn't go into hiding. I'm a Harry Potter fan. I haven't gone into hiding. <laughs> I'm just go. busy reading two different books right at the moment. <laughs> there you go. It's a quick read. Everyone I, I that read it read it in a, in a night, like three hours. It's like three hundred some odd pages, and again, it's script form, so it's a little easier to read without the description and all that. It's just people talking mostly. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to getting sitting down and getting into it uh, as soon as I can. But that came out uh, also came out today as we record this, and I played it this morning. The first episode of the Batman Telltale series came out, and I love it. So good. Cool. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it, and it's a good story. It's an original take on Batman. Again, it's kind of building its own origin story. Simil- it's the same Batman origin story, although they're tweaking it just a little bit to kind of 
bring some intrigue and drama. <sighs> they don't show the origin. Um, just so. Yeah, I know. I'm just. That's disappointing to me. Like, I know you said you love it, but how disappointing to go all the way back there again. They don't. I'm not saying that they're they're tweaking the 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 Thomas and Martha legacy. Okay, that's all. Uh, also, uh, Bruce grew up with longtime friend Oswald Cobblepot, but they grew apart before college. Weren't there some stories when they they yeah, knew each other together, yeah. and there was some rivalry or something? Yeah, they were always at odds, and it seems like they're building that again um, because of who, uh, the way their families turned out. The Cobblepot name is disgraced in Gotham right now as you begin playing it and he wants to rebuild it and uh, he's looking to do that in nefarious crime ways as a cobble pot should. So yeah, <laughs> I'll grab it. I'll grab it when the disc comes out. First episode was released. I think just like any other telltale game, it'll come out every other month. Um, it was a hour and a half worth of playing. So I was longer than I expected. I'll say that, uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was cool getting to interact with, with Catwoman and stuff. And uh, you you really do shape Gotham. It's crazy how much you shape Gotham with your decisions. It's pretty cool. So there's that. That's all the news I have for this week. Oh, I did see Star Trek Beyond. I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. it. Great. I loved it. Uh, it felt like an episode of Star Trek, to be honest. <laughs> like Three a, like... movies in a row this year I've seen that I enjoyed. Three in a row. There you go. I enjoyed it. The person I went and saw it with, Jason, uh, former former Atomic Geekdom family member here, uh, he did not like it as much as I did, but he's a hardcore Star Trek guy. So he he, he felt it lack, lacked character as the other ones had wow. more. Wow. That's hmm. a Because pro- I know lots of Star In fact, I know a group of guys that used to work at the Star Trek experience when it was open <laughs> in Las Vegas. Like, they're deep Trek nerds. And they love that Star Trek Beyond. So I'm surprised that... Yeah, he didn't hate it. No, I'm just surprised he felt it lacked, like, character. Because, like I said, all the deep Trek nerds I know thought this was the best one and, like, got the characters the the most correct. So I agree. I I think the greatest strength of this movie is the characters. Or are the characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I, I thought there was a lot of attention, especially to Kirk and Spock. Mm hmm and I boy. love this movie. It's it's in my top three favorite movies of the year so far. Oh, yeah. I love Star Trek Beyond. Randy and I did a pal around about it. Yeah, I, can listen, I get to listen to it now. <laughs> I probably saw yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, talk spoilers. It's up there for me as well. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Um, yeah, that's all I got for news. Uh, I'm going to title this episode Who Reviews the Reviewers? Like, who watches The Watchmen? Because... I think, it's, I think it's a funny, it's a funny, yeah, that's fair. A funny question uh, when people are just taking so many movie critics to task. And I also saw just too many people that are in journalism and entertainment journalism just defending them just a little too hard, you know? Like, mm. like you protest too much type of thing. Like, just yep. people are going to think what they're going to think. Uh, as long as you write a good article and your editor enjoys it, who cares? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you're totally entitled to hate or love this movie. I mean, people will disagree with it, but... I mean, the whole I, – I saw the, the thing you were talking about, the taking down of Rotten Tomatoes, and that's just – that to me are fanboys who are upset that people don't like the movie that they like. Yeah. Well, that's what, yeah. 
get just uh, get over it. It's okay for this movie to have a twenty seven percent. That doesn't mean that you're not gonna like the movie now, right? Or that know? it's gonna be a failure. And unfortunately, there are sheep in this world who look at Rotten Tomatoes and go, "Oh, it's got a twenty seven percent. Well, I'm not wasting my money." Right. And then maybe it comes out on Blu Ray. And they check it out and they go, oh, this was a good movie. Oh, I should have seen it in theaters. Like, that's their that's their choice. You can't control it. And that's not the critic's fault that people are stupid. Yeah. I, yep. yeah, totally agree. Um, yeah. But, of course, Kevin Smith loved it. So we all have to love it. Well, Kevin Smith hated Batman v Superman. Yeah. I don't know if he I hated it. I think he would. No, I don't he think. Hate, I no, wouldn't he say. hated it. He straight, he straight up said, I hated it. Oh really? I never saw that. Yeah, show. yeah. It was not yeah. his podcast. He was on a different podcast, and he was re- he was he was as kind to it as he could be on his own podcast. But he was right. on some podcast, and and uh, I, I watched the video of him reviewing Batman v Superman on his channel, and you could tell he was just he he really wanted to say what he really thought about it, but he was holding <laughs> back a lot. And he was like, I don't know, it was fine, it was good. I saw this. Well, Mark Bernard and. His co-host on Batman on Batman didn't hold back. No, no, he went off. Because, yeah, well, he's a movie critic, so. I think oh, no, know. people want him dead now. <laughs> Mark because, Bernard, yeah. Because he voiced an opinion, curses. I, I know a lot of people that really loved, like, hardcore Batman fans that love Batman v Superman, and I don't know, a majority more that hated it. So it's like, you know, I'm glad you liked it and you got something and you enjoyed it out of it, and that's awesome. Um, I didn't, and that's okay too. Um, mm-hmm. So, but again, the same thing with Suicide Squad. I really enjoyed it. Some people aren't going to, and that's cool too. Um, what matters is that they keep trying. You know, mm-hmm. they just keep trying, and some people are gonna. You, you can't please everybody all the time. So there's always gonna be somebody that hates what you do. And in our case, at the time Kingdom, everybody hates what we. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we got some time to kill. We got about 10 minutes. We can have some fun if we haven't already been having fun. Sweet. So, let's see. Do you guys want to do more of those questions? Or we can play a game. I'm down for whatever. Actually, I had one tiny bit of news to bring up. Oh. You're, preg- um, you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Dave. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I steal your thunder? <laughs> you spoiled it. Yeah, I'm pregnant. I'm having a, I'm having a, a baby. It's growing in my wiener. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, no, I, uh, I, I read today on Twitter that Drake and Eminem are gonna do a, a nice little rap battle against each other, and Drake's a fucking moron for, for uh, going against Eminem. Is this not tickling anyone's anyone's funny bone? I get it. I, yeah, I, it's hilarious. I think Drake. I think Drake is so screwed. Yeah, that's not a battle he should be taking. Cause awesome, I don't know. <laughs> they, and they have a lot of great memes, like the one of uh, Eminem and Eight Mile, where it says uh, Eminem is so badass they made a whole movie about why not to go against him in a rap battle. And Drake's gonna do a lot of jokes about Drake's ghost writers now being afraid to go against Eminem. Real good stuff. Anyway. That that's all I had. I thought that was real funny. Yeah, I get it. That's that's cool. Uh, just this just in from Twitter. There's apparently a creepy clown wandering around Wisconsin where I live, and where Johnny lives. Uh, I did not know that that was happening. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, <laughs> he's walking around. Have you seen the Suicide Squad yet? <laughs> Do you wanna? 
balloon. Yeah, I was going to say, is it, is it Pennywise? We all float <laughs> down here, Georgie. We all float. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I have that in the movie. You have just terrified many they people. Will. I just read that book for the fourth time recently. It's so damn good. <laughs> Did you see Stranger Things yet? Oh, yeah. Good. good. I'm halfway through it. Halfway through it. I won't spoil it. It's just really good. Are you liking it, Johnny? It's been amazing so far. It, oh. Everyone has said how great it is, and you guys are all right. It's fantastic. I want, I want to write a poem to it. Like I love, <laughs> I love this show so much. I want to just you pass. Want to I want to it. I want to pass it notes, and you know, as we go between classes. <laughs> like hey, Stranger Things, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> right, right. If right. no, explain why. I want to twirl my hair as I stare at the back of its head in class. <laughs> Oh man, I love Stranger Things so much, and they showed uh, our 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 theaters have a little like local commercial thing before mm-hmm. movies, and they have like a they must get like a thing from the studio too, where they do commercials like for car commercials and other movies and stuff like that. And uh, Netflix had a commercial for Stranger Things in there; it was fantastic seeing it on the big screen. I saw your post about it. Yeah, oh, it was so cool. I just I just want more. I want it now. And Winona Ryder, back doing stuff. Oh, she was so good. She was really good. They were all good. Yeah, she played that role. You could say that she stole the show. hey Oh, Oh, I don't know what it means yet, but oh, (laughs) oh, oh, no. That's that's a klepto pun. (laughs) Oh, 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 because she... Oh, buddy, that was good. (laughs) That was really good then. I forgot she did Uh... that. That's great. I'm good now. Sorry. <laughs> I, love, really good, I love that it took him a minute. <laughs> I forgot. Like, she's been so... I, like, I haven't been in touch with her at all, like, in in the entertainment industry for years and years. But it was like... Wasn't it a bunch of shit? Like, like thousands of dollars worth of, like, clothes and stuff? It seemed like it was inconsequential. Inconsequential stuff. Like, she could have gotten easily... Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, yeah. Oh, apparently, update: the clown is in Green Bay. And all, oh. all you, all you NFL fans, it's not Aaron Rodgers. So quit hating. <laughs> I had to put that out there. Because, because they're they're in Canton right now, getting ready to play a preseason game. Oh, they're they're not, but. <laughs> Brett Favre Matt. is. <laughs> Matt, that was amazing. I'm still laughing about it. Oh, well done, Matt. Did he did he drop the mic and hang up on us after the joke? Is he sitting back and smiling like I like I just I dropped a great joke? Did we lose him? It says he's still here. I wonder. Did he accidentally mute himself as Jenny is prone to do? Was I muted? Yes, you were. Hey, oh. buddy. Sweet. I've been laughing at your joke for the last minute and a half. Oh, excellent. <laughs> good. Uh, okay. I, heard, I can only hear you. I've been saying things. I, I thought, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, no, we haven't heard you for the last maybe two minutes. Hmm. Well, it's fixed now. Perfect. All right. So, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? You want to play a game? I could ask a, a, a weird question. I'm up for a game. Yeah. Game's good. Game's good. Um. All right, Matt. You've played games before, right? No, you haven't. Yep. Oh, you have. 
Some of them, yeah, and not for a long time. All right, there's two ways we can do this, as the listeners know. Uh, I don't know if any of the listeners even like these games or not, or if it's enjoyable to listen to or if it's just fun for you guys. I don't know. Uh, we can do the uh, the game of, uh, basically, I, I will pick an actor at random, actor, actress, and you guys have to name as many, taking turns, obviously, name as many movies in their 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 reservoir resume what reservoir <laughs> acting reservoir um or i can choose a superhero and you kind of do this name that tune style where i say how many abilities they have and you have to bid back and forth of how many it would take for you to name that superhero based on just that and a couple clues that i give you Ooh, i like that one I don't think yeah, I don't, I'll play that one again. You want to try? I'm not, I'm not super great at it, but uh, but I'll play it again. We'll do one of each. So, um, all right. Well, if one of us wins and then the other one wins, we're gonna have to do a tiebreaker. That's true. That's true. All right, let me think here. Boy, I didn't have any picked out tonight. Um, okay, that'll work. All right, and obviously, I cannot give you the name of the the the, the publishing company because I would give it away or help give it away. Yeah, um, obviously. All right. So this character and, uh, we'll start tonight with Matt. Matt gets the bid first. Um, mm. so this character, he's the best. <laughs> uh, this character was introduced in 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, this character has been involved in many different groups. Uh, has a lot of aliases. Um, and has been portrayed in at least one live-action movie. That's all the hints I can give you. Uh, this character has at least, and according to this, um, four different abilities. How many abilities can you name this character in? Boy, I'm gonna go full on and say, "Oh, I might need all four. You didn't. I don't think your stuff was as helpful to me as I thought it would be." Well, I, that's, just, that's the best I could do with those clues. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. All four. right, all right, Johnny, it's on to you. Can you name it in less than four? I guess I'll counter bid with three. Three. All right. Back to you, Matt. You I'm gonna call him on that. Name it. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Accelerated healing factor, agelessness, and superhuman agility and reflexes. All right. He's created in what year? 78? Yes, this character. I never said he or she. All right. Been in multiple... I said at least one. Oh, multiple uh, affiliations or groups. Okay. Multiple affiliations. Lots of aliases. Aliases. And has appeared in at least one live-action film. In at least one live-action film. Um, can you say whether or not it's male or female? Mm, Matt, would you be okay with that? I'm gonna say, sure. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. It is female. Accelerated healing, agelessness, and superhuman reflexes. And agility. Um, they list that wait, one ability I, apparently. I guess I'm gonna. Oh, no, 
<laughs> I've got a I've got a couple of them that are swirling around in my head. It's the years that are throwing me off. All right, at least one adaptation. I'm feeling like it's Marvel. So I'm gonna guess that it is Oh, but I don't know if she appeared. Dang it. Ah uh, shit. I'm just gonna all right, is X twenty three. It is not. Ah, Matt, you get the point. Matt, do you have any guesses? No, none. All right, I'll give my, Matt. I'll my, give. Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Johnny. I was just gonna say what my other guess was. Go ahead. Um. Well, now, now I'm sheepish. Is it Lady Deathstrike? Nope. Shit. The last, the last power or ability is shape shifting. Uh, what? No, it's not. It's not Mystique, is it? It sure is. But 78? Really? Yeah. Uh, wow. Miss, Miss Marvel number 16, 78 was her actual first appearance, and then her full appearance was in Miss Marvel number 17. I dismissed her entirely because I assumed that she'd been created before I 1978. F- I felt like if I gave you the creators, too, that I would give it away because Chris Claremont created her, and that, that, that been, definitely well, leads you to X-Men. Yeah. Th- those were my two guesses anyway, really. Yeah. So it's, it's, I couldn't remember if X-23 appeared in one of the older X-Men movies, like even as a cameo, I was trying to think. Uh, like, maybe she, like I thought maybe she was one of the kids that Wolverine saved. Sure. I and, wish. Uh, I Origin wish she had. Yeah, I can't wait. I hope she's in the next one. And they, Dang it. Later well, curses. Curse you, Matt. <laughs> All right, Matt gets the point. Uh, do we want to do another one? Uh, I'd like to do the actor yeah, one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do the actor one? Yeah, yeah that's sure. fun. Alright, let me think here. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, okay. Matt. Excellent. Hey, what's up, buddy? Not a lot of, so what do you think of Suicide Squad? <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I hear, I understand. Buddy, I'm real happy for you. I'm glad that you loved it. Good, you're, you're good, killing yeah. It, that banter. Aren't we awesome at it? I also really <laughs> loved Star Trek Beyond. Me too! And it's I'm not one of my gonna, top three yeah. favorite movies. And I'm not going to lie, I thought Ghostbusters was better than a lot of people did. I think Ghostbusters is, I agree, because I think a lot of the hate are the Ghostbusters fanboys who are hating on it because it's not their Ghostbusters. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of the hate stems from. I don't yeah. think that it's a, necessarily a, a great movie, but it's passable. All right, we yeah. can we can do this game two different ways. One, I keep the name of the person a secret, and I list off... Uh, very, very obscure titles this person's been in until we get to the, the stuff that's not so secure, uh, obscure, and then you have to guess the actor. Like, I'll list three, and then you get a chance to guess, and it's whoever just guesses first wins. Or, <laughs> I give you the name of that actor or actress, and you have to, just going back and forth, name as many of the movies as you can. I kind of like the name in the, the movies, and then we have to yeah, guess who the actor is. Yeah. Okay. Alright. I'm ready. So... All right, I'll name. I'll start off with three, um, and then once if you know it, say your name. I'll call on you. Let's make that clear right away. I'll say your name, and then you say your name when you know it. I'll call on you and say, "Go ahead," and then you say the the name of the actor. And if you get it wrong, you'll get opportunities again to guess it, but you'll just be wrong and out that round until I name another movie. Okay. So, all right, first three are going to be Hearts in Atlantis, The Smurfs, 
and movie 43. Like I said, they're going to be obscure to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a guess for this round, but I can't remember if this person was in hearts for Atlantis or not. You can, yeah. you can guess. Uh, You're allowed to guess. I'm, I'm going to wait because Matt sounds like he wants to guess, so I'm going to wait. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to guess quite yet, though. Yeah. Uh, all right, no guesses. Okay, uh, now we're doing them one at a time. <clears throat> Smurfs two. All right, I have a guess. All right, is it Anton Yelchin? It is. Oh, yeah, that that's was what I was going to say. The first yeah. one. That was going to be my guess, right from Hearts in Atlantis, but I wasn't sure he was in those Smurfs movies. I didn't. Well, I, I knew for sure he was in Smurfs, but I couldn't remember if he was in Hearts in Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah, I haven't. I didn't even know he was in it. I couldn't remember that he was actually in that movie. I could barely remember the movie though. Um, yeah, my next one I was going to say was Green Room. I don't know if any of you have seen that. I've seen Green Room. I'm halfway through it. I really wanted to finish it. Uh, all right, uh, another one of these or another one of the other one. Well, we're we're at a tie right now, right, Matt? Yeah. yeah. What did you say, Matt? I said I kind of like this one. This I'm one, fine. Yeah, I do as well. All right. Check this person's uh, resume and see how obscure they get. <laughs> Not obscure enough. <laughs> uh, oh, I got a good one. I hope. Yeah, we can do this one. All right. All right, so three movies. Here we go. <clears throat> I got to make sure. I got to look at them because they don't list them as just films. They could be TV stuff, too, so I got to be careful. Um, all right. Pocahontas. Oh, <laughs> hang on. Hamlet. The chain reaction. I can... uh, again, Pocahontas, the animated movie. Uh, where did it go? Yes. I'm sorry. Don't cheat. I can hear clicking. I know. I know. I trust you guys. No guesses? None. Chain reactions that. Uh, I just remember it's some old, like, um, action-y one with, um. It is not the one with Keanu Reeves. This is called The Chain Reaction. That movie was called Chain Reaction. Oh, it's different. Okay. Yeah, that movie was called Chain Reaction back in 96 with Morgan Freeman okay. and Keanu Reeves. All right. I shouldn't right. have told you that, but <laughs> there's there's a clue for oh, you guys. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The, name the three again? Uh, the Chain Reaction. Uh-huh. Hamlet. And Pocahontas. Mel Gibson. No. <laughs> Dude, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was it was um it was remembering that he voiced John in uh in Pocahontas. I can't believe on those three you got it. Maybe I'm Yeah, I can't either. Wow. 
I it was it was a guess that I've never seen. I've never. I thought you were talking about the Keanu Reeves one. Yeah, I shouldn't. Oh, I shouldn't have gone into detail on that. You did help me with that, but as soon as you said that, I remembered. Uh, I, I I don't know. I I didn't. I don't even know what the chain reaction is. But uh, I don't either. But it was <laughs> it was that it was knowing it wasn't the Keanu Reeves one, sure. and then linking that with Mel Gibson voicing in Pocahontas. Yeah, he voiced uh, John uh, John John Jackson. Yeah. Whatever John his name is. <laughs> John, John, Jacob, John, Joseph. Right. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is my favorite game so far. Obviously. Obviously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. All right. That's going to do it, I think, for tonight. Um, okay. Yeah, it's getting pretty late. So, all right. Cool. Good stuff, as always. Uh, Johnny, promote your stuff. What did you guys talk about in the latest Just Two Pals? Uh, well, we did uh, on Sunday night or Monday, we released the Batman episode. We talked about the killing joke and we talked about kind of Batman throughout comics and film and whatnot and junk. Um, and then just recently we released the uh, Pal Around where we chatted about Star Trek Beyond. Cool. So and, that was uh, a lot of fun. Where can people find all that good stuff? Well, you can find us at the wonderful website, AtomicGeekdom.com, where you'll find our, our, our best friends in the whole world. Uh, you can reach us on uh, uh, iTunes and Google Play as well. And then you can hit us up on Twitter at Just2Pals. If you want to hit me up individually, I'm at Johnny Wellens. And Randy is not here, so he doesn't matter. That's right. We don't have to plug anything he does. Correct. Except for Just2Pals. He does that. Just that, yeah. Just we'll that. plug that. All right, Matt, same same stuff for the, the two broke geeks. What did you guys talk about this week? I was by an awesome fellow this week. His name is Andy DiGenova. He does the podcast Holy Batcast, and he uh, joined me to talk about uh, the Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition, and uh, he was in Hall H, so we talked a little bit about DC in Hall H, and uh, you can find Two Broke Geeks on uh, AtomicGeekdom.com, of course, and on Twitter at 2BGPod, and we're on iTunes, but not on Google Play yet because I'm lazy and haven't gotten it there yet. <laughs> No problem doing that, though. That'll, that'll be up as soon as he gets time, I'm sure. That's right. AtomicGeekdom.com uh, is where you can find all this good stuff, articles and such, uh, summer vacation style. So there's not a lot of new stuff up. Um, you can still go read Randy's reviews of Pokemon Go and Boss Monster. There's some good content from Johnny from uh, San Diego Comic-Con of all the stuff that we've all already seen and stuff like that. Uh, I am going to guess... Uh, the TV episode reviews are going to be starting back up soon as TV shows begin to start up very soon. Like The Strain, I assume Jenny, if she has time, will be doing bi-episode uh, reviews, like every two or three episodes, something like that. Uh, she'll put out a review. We'll see how that goes. Uh, otherwise, there'll be other cool content on the website shortly. Um, yes, we have kind of taken a break. So... Uh, Mostly focusing on podcasts, but more stuff will be happening there. Uh, at Atomic Geekdom on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're slash Atomic Geekdom. Pretty easy to find. Uh, we are on iTunes. We are on Google Play. We have a YouTube channel for very few things. I think there's only one video posted so far, but uh, I am actually looking into getting a camera, so there might be more soon. Um, we'll see how that goes. And uh, subscribe to our newest podcast to the family, uh, the Ringside Geeks podcast, just Ringside Geeks, at Ringside Geeks on Twitter. Uh, putting out bi-weekly, or every other week, I should say, episodes, so probably about every two weeks. And then, of course, after every pay-per-view event, uh, myself, Tom, and hopefully Monroe will be joining us on a permanent basis. We don't know yet. We have to talk to her about that. 
But uh, we had fun last episode, so go check that out. Tell your friends if they're wrestling fans to check that out as well, and follow us on Twitter again at Ringside Geeks. Uh, but this is the Atomic Geeks and Podcast, and that's what you've been listening to. So thank you for listening to that and other stuff. So yeah, uh, hashtag awesome. Indeed. Has- hashtag adorbs. <laughs> Totes adorbs. Right, right, fellas? That is correct. Right. Right, gang? <laughs> and because he agreed with me about Suicide Squad, I'm going to let Matt get the last word tonight. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Oh, scoff. <laughs> Matt, the last word for this geek out is? Cream soda. That's two words. Johnny, so Johnny, now you get the last word. And the last word is? Boop! <laughs>